Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WPT. 65th minute, 1-0 Atlanta. Charlotte trying to equalize. Bender approaches on the left side corner. Into the area, headed in. Score! Adam Arbor has the first ever goal for Charlotte FC on a corner kick set piece from the youngsters. Unbelievable. All right, so the band is getting back together. And I know when you say that about a pro team, it's not always the same band, but it's the same franchise for the sophomore season, which gets underway at Bank of America Stadium against the New England Revolution coming up 7.30 on Saturday night. I uh, saw the uh, official Twitter feed of the uh, voice of Charlotte FC. Will Pelagic says that uh, Charlotte FC is saying they've surpassed 60,000 tickets now for Saturday's opener. So we wanted to bring on uh, the voice, Willie P., who uh, we we love here in the building and uh, love hearing him on the call. What's going on, Willie P.? Bo, Beth, guys, it's uh, it's great to be back uh, talking soccer again with you, and uh, I'm so happy that uh, the off season's finally concluded. Well, we got uh, Beth and uh, Jim Zoki in here, and and, and look, uh, we we always feed off your enthusiasm for for this team, and this city certainly has uh, followed through with that. I mean, I I don't know if we could take you back to you know the beginning of last season and, and what you thought would happen versus what did with uh, the way the team played and and how the season went, and especially how the city responded. Um, I know you had high hopes, but I don't think anybody quite knew uh, how this was going to kind of catch fire in this city. Well, there's a lot of thoughts, Bo. Uh, first of all, I think there was a lot of just, you know, we're happy to be here, we're happy to have a team, and then, you know, unfortunately, a, a bit of a rude awakening on the opening night with a 3-0 loss, and then uh, the great, great atmosphere we had on that first night at home. Unfortunately, it was a 1-0 loss to the LA Galaxy on a, a worldly goal in the 77th minute, but uh, to me, the thing that I come away with in the first season is that I was thoroughly impressed with Everything that the fans brought into the atmosphere at Bank of America Stadium, uh, it was a constant thing throughout the season. There were games where they had uh, upper deck crowds of 55,000 or more. They had a great crowd for the game against Chelsea, uh, great crowds down the stretch of the season. And I think the one thing when it comes to the product on the field is this team learned to play together once Christian Latanzio took over in the middle part of the season. Uh, he had to kind of do a makeshift job to deal with what he worked with. And now looking at the season going into year number two, they feel much more prepared to to handle the rigors of a long MLS season. There's going to be a little bit of a different wrinkle in the middle of it because they're going to take a month off for a brand-new competition that's going to take place with Liga MX, the Mexican League. So at least from, from that standpoint, they are worlds further ahead than they were at this time a year ago. And I think that's a statement to the work that not only Joe Labou and Zoran Cornetta have done, but also the work Christian Latanzio has done with these players to make sure that they're ready to take that next step in 2023. And you, you, you mentioned the change. You wouldn't have thought that either on opening night uh, last year. They have a coaching change in the middle of the first season. What, what has made the difference with Christian Latanzio as coach in terms of just his style, his demeanor, and the way the players have reacted to that change? He, he, I'm going to say this in a particular way that, that might not sound as, as nice, but he doesn't necessarily act like a head coach. He acts more like an assistant coach because he does a lot of that extra work with the players. He still comes in with a, with a humility about him 
whereas he's not too big to do the little things with these players. He has individualized video sessions that he always does with the players. He did that going back to his time as an assistant, and he was prepared to take over this team when uh, Miguel Angel Ramirez exited about uh, nine games into the season last year. He had a working relationship with each player and a working knowledge of what needed to happen to make that player get the most out of their game. That's something he still does and something that he's not too big for. Uh, I think that he has the pulse of this locker room down pat. Uh, they look to him as it's his team now, which I think is something that uh, is always great for a manager. He's brought a lot of that uh, that flair that he had when he worked for New York City FC and City Football Group overseas, uh, a very possession-style-oriented game, a lot of one-touch stuff, which is, I think, something that can really make a difference in this league that is very much based on possession. And, and to me, Jim, I just think that it now feels like his job. It's not an interim job anymore. He now is the head coach of Charlotte FC, and he's acting like it. He's like Charlotte's Ted Lasso. Does he have a <laughs> Does he have a believe sign over the door? He does not, but uh, it's weird. He had a new nickname that uh, was bestowed on him by uh, uh, a brand new podcast that started up here in the city. A bunch of uh, female Charlotte FC fans, uh, the Queens Pitch, uh, they've dubbed him the Laddie Daddy. So, oh, uh, so it's kind of. I don't, I don't like uh, believe. Yeah, he was he was informed of that yesterday during the uh, press availability, and uh, he got a good chuckle out of it. Well, and now you've informed everyone. I have to ask you um, specifically: Are can we expect as much excitement from you this season as we <laughs> as we got from you last season? Because I love hearing the airplays, the, the the air checks of you, the replays that Bo has. It's my favorite thing to listen to. I, I plan on bringing every little bit of the enthusiasm, if not more, this season. And uh, I know we talked to Jess uh, pretty much on a daily basis now over the last two weeks. And we just both are so very excited uh, and humbled, really, to be once again part of this organization. Uh, the great thing, uh, not not just being able to hear us on, uh, we'll be on WLNK this weekend, but WFNC from here on out. The one thing that's really great with the new interface uh, with Apple TV, this, uh, the TV deal that's come about, is that, for home games, you'll be able to uh, take the home broadcast of, uh, of the radio and sync it up with the video that's going on on Apple TV. There'll be a little drop-down menu that you can bring up, and uh, you'll be able to listen to us what? while watching the Very game. Cool. It's really, really cool. You're going to be on Apple TV. Just like Ted Lasso. Just like Ted Lasso. <laughs> this right. is all coming full circle, guys. Very much so. Hey, Will, a very, very serious uh, question. So Anton Walks, of course, the player that passed away a couple of weeks ago. I know there are some uh, moments that are going to be dedicated, and, of course, the season in some way dedicated to him. But uh, from this first match, uh, what are some of the expectations for the fans that are there? Well, I know it's going to be a very emotional moment uh, before the game. They're going to have uh, a moment to, to honor him before the match. Uh, I know one thing, too, that the supporters are planning is uh, something that's very common in the game, that uh, when a player passes, whether they're an active player or somebody who is uh, long retired, they will, at the, the minute that denotes their number, there'll be a, a one-minute stand and applause. So uh, after the fifth minute passes, on uh, Saturday night, there will be uh, the supporters will all stand up and clap for uh, consecutively for a minute uh, to honor Anton. Uh, that is still something that I feel like is going to be a big, big part of the heartbeat of this organization for not just this year, but for years to come, because Anton provided such a great inspiration to the locker room and to the soccer community in just a very, very short time. 
uh, Chris Matanzio, one of the things that he has said is that he wants to talk about Anton like he's in the present tense. He, uh, he actually characterizes Anton as his, quote, special assistant. So uh, th- his memory will not be forgotten, and it will certainly be honored uh, tomorrow night at the bank. Willie P. and uh, Jessica on the call on, like he said, on uh, WLNK tomorrow night because there's a Hornets conflict, but every other game will be on WFNZ. The pregame at 7 and the, uh, the beginning at 7.30, New England and Charlotte FC, the, the second season. We're psyched, man. Thanks for joining us. Always love joining you guys. Thank you. All right, there he is, Will Pelagic here on News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. You know, people ask us all the time, how do we get up so early in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. When you wake up uh, at 3 o'clock, you just use this as an alarm, right? And it in. Okay, go take on the day. See, right? <laughs> believe. <laughs> believe, guys, believe.